Welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. This podcast is about learning from and being inspired by people who have been successful because they found what they were passionate about, created something special, and most of all, they gave themselves permission to go and do it. The genesis of this podcast is the inspirational lives of Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and their world-changing impact. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place advisors come to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We are live here at the Advisor Summit at an InvestNet conference in Charlotte with Farouk Furchichi, who's the global head of InvestNet data and analytics, which is a really big job because InvestNet is not only great at everything they do, but it's a data house as well. Welcome, Farouk. Thank you. Thank you for having me here, Douglas. There's a lot of things going on in the industry that you look at from a data perspective. And one of those things that's really popular to talk about now is hyper-personalization. How do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we listen to our clients every day. Uh, uh, the, the, the home office, uh, the asset managers, as well as the advisor themselves. And we ask them, what's your um, number one needs? They'll say, don't ask me about number one, ask me about a lot. Uh, but one theme we, we hear is scale. You know, when, you, when the advisor used to manage 5, 10, 20 folks in their portfolio, um, investors, it was easy. Uh, you play a golf, a round of golf, you grab drinks, you shake hands. But how can you scale that when you have 200 clients and you're constantly looking for prospects? Mm -hmm. So the question becomes, how do you maintain that level of personalization, uh, of service, whether with your current clients or, um, or, 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 or a, prospect, a new prospect, without uh, at scale, without, being, without cloning yourself, right? You, you need that. So hyper-personalization is so important. And honestly, people, uh, you know, people with the access of internet, uh, content, uh, they're getting a lot smarter. So just shake hands and playing a round of golf is great. They still love it, but they want more customized interaction that suits them, their family. That's really hyper-personalization from what we hear. And that goes beyond getting the email with dear first name. Oh, absolutely. Those <laughs> days, oh, I, trust me, back in the days when you used to get dear XXX, uh, it was something. Then we evolved to actually capturing your name and make right. it a little bit personalized. Now, personal, hyper personalization is actually still personalization, but we added the word hyper to differentiate it from before, which is really making it very personal. Whether if you prefer emails, you'll get emails. If you don't like emails, you will not get emails. That is the difference between, um, just personalization and hyper-personalization as one example. If you want to use a mobile, the, your experience has to be tailored to your mobile experience. If you are more to sit back and uh, go into the computer, you don't like mobile, you should have the same experience on your web. Um, the products, how they're laid out to you. If you prefer to do self-service and talk when you need, you should be able to receive that experience. So we scale is one thing. Obviously, from the advisor lens, 
from the investor lens, it's all about meeting me where I'm comfortable, uh, intellectually, uh, from a needs. Uh, and then when I'm having, um, when I'm having life events come in, into my life, if I gave you the consent of the data to use it to my advantage, I want to use that advantage. And that's why hyper-personalization is powered. And it's by asking clients what they want and also looking at how they're interacting with you. Absolutely. It's, it's about, first, it's about gaining their consent that we can ask them and we can collect the data about them and use it for their advantage. And their advantage is getting the most hyper-personalization they deserve and they expect. There's a lot of ecological and environmental concerns out there. What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to do in this space. Uh, there's a lot of education. There's a lot of product development here. Uh, I think um, in, our, in our case, I think it's about two things. One, uh, we want to meet uh, the people where they are in that journey of understanding the ecological uh, and environmental concerns. Some people are still learning, and we need to provide the education to do so. And some people are very savvy, and they want to invest in it. And uh, we want to meet them where they are as well and offer them the products uh, that they, uh, they're asking for and they deserve and they want to invest in. We just got back from the T3 conference and saw all these new technologies. And technology is ever-evolving. Is it happening too fast now? Uh, it's funny. Yesterday at the InvestNet uh, Advisor Summit Day 1, we, we had an innovator futurist talking to us. Uh, and this question came up. And I couldn't uh, have a better answer uh, than the one he provided. I wish there is an off switch to how fast or slow or anywhere in between technology is moving. It's moving with or without us. Yeah. That's really the real answer. The, 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 the opportunity for us, the challenge for some of us or the opportunity for some of us, I think we want to look at the opportunity. Technology um, uh, creates, a, uh, creates additional budget of time in our portfolio of day-to-day -day time that we would not have without technology. Technology, uh, in my opinion, is it, when looked at it as an opportunity, it provides an abundance of time uh, that you would have not had otherwise um, through efficiency, through scale, etc. So you can do more and focus on what you do best. If you pick the advisor as an example, um, we at InvestNet, uh, are bringing all the pieces together, uh, using technology, data, and connecting the solutions seamlessly um, to make the advisor more effective, more scalable, and more importantly, focus on what they do best, which is building relationship with their clients. Go deeper into the hyper-personalization conversation we just had. With all the data that you're collecting and others are collecting, there's huge expectations around all this data. What are yours? Yeah, our expectation is really simple and it's two parts. One, um, consent. You know, if you, we don't have the consent, we don't do nothing. We do nothing with the data. We store it, 
and we keep it there. We apply all the great data policies that comes with it from retention, record keeping, et cetera. Um, but we don't do anything with it unless there is consent. And that's really key, number one for us. The second one is once there is consent, the focus is about creating incremental value to the end consumer who consented to their data. What's in it for them? That's what drives us. Whether that's hyper-personalization or getting the next best offer, whatever their next best incremental value is, that's how we focus on creating value from that data to the end investor and client and consumer in general. What are some of the areas InvestNet is expanding its DNA footprint? Ooh, we have time. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, this is, this is a fantastic question. Thank you, Douglas. I, I would say... Um, it's a combination of expanding capability and connecting existing capabilities and, t and, and delivering that holistic, seamless, straight-through processing for the advisor. I know that's a, a mouthful, but let me break it down a little bit. You know, we, we start with connecting the data at InvestNet for the advisor and about their client. And the question becomes, why do I want to bother my client to connect all their data? Well, we have a why right now. Both incremental value to your client, measured, as well as incremental value in your own practice. Because we present the win-win situation through our valuation tool that provides through connecting all your clients' money uh, that there is incremental value for them and for you. Okay? If you heard Bill yesterday talk about our acquisition of Trulytics, a small company out of um, Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Very innovative company. We bought them specifically because underneath all their beautiful experiences they offer to the advisor and the in practice management, etc., they have a, a valuation algorithm underneath it all that will allow us, as we connect all the data, to measure that incremental value to the end client and to the advisor. But we don't stop there, Douglas. We take it a little further. And we tell the advisor, by using behind the scenes, AI and machine learning, surface up hidden opportunities inside of the advisor-client portfolio to find the next best action that they can take that can be of value to their client and to their practice. And those opportunities can range from a tax overlay investment solution to the next best credit offer for their mortgage or their credit card or what have you, or their healthcare or what have you. And then with a seamless click of a button, they can actually execute on that opportunity right there and then with the client in the platform, end-to-end, -end, seamless in one straight-through processing. That's what we're doing at InvestNet to make it easy using data, analytics, solutions to connect all the pieces and truly deliver in our intent to have the advisor focus more on the relationship and what they do best with the clients, not trying to figure out where the data is and what's the next best thing to do and how to connect and move from one screen and 10 screen to another 10 screen trying to get things done. That's not why the advisor wanted to be advisor in the first place. That's fantastic. Farouk, if you would, tell me how you got here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. And this is a bit of a new role for you, how excited you are about having it. 
Oh, I couldn't be more excited. I, um, I am humbled and uh, excited to serve uh, in the InvestNet family. Uh, I've been here a little over a year. I, I played the role of the chief data analytics officer in the first nine months. Then I was given this unique opportunity to run uh, one of our businesses, the InvestNet data analytics business globally, and I couldn't be more excited. Why? I, uh, I'm a big uh, mission guy. I like to serve companies who have a very compelling mission, and I believe InvestNet has a great mission, which is the following. Um, enabling consumer at different stages of their financial wellness journey to achieve that financial, intelligent financial life. So what does that mean? I, I, practically, different people are on different journeys. Some people, the light bulb of just managing their budget has not really clicked yet. We're right there to help. Some people are, yeah, it clicked, but they don't know how to start. Budget management, cash flow management, etc. Then there are sophisticated uh, people who are in different stages of their financial wellness journey. They're in trust planning. They're in wealth accumulation, decumulation, sophistication. And everything in between, whether that's micro-saving, saving, micro-investing, we're right there to help in that journey by enabling people to live that intelligent financial life. Um, yeah, we're, we're really uh, a B2B to C, but we put that C, business to business to consumer, but we really put that consumer in the front end when we design everything, but we do it with partners uh, like the advisors, like the firms, like the banks, uh, also the, the technology companies. Now they're stepping into the space. We partner with them as well. That's a great way to think about it. Farouk, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Douglas. Please follow us for all the latest updates on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, this is Doug Heikinen.